My soul finds rest in God alone. Salvation comes from Him. My hope is found in God alone, and we will trust in Him. In God we trust. In God we trust.
Good morning, sunshine. It's a great day to be here. I'm glad and very truly blessed to be here with you this morning to celebrate uh, this new year in 2023. Um, let's get started off with a prayer this morning. God, we thank you for allowing us to be here another year, dear Lord. Um, I just want to thank you for all the hearts and um, out here, and I ask uh, that you continue to bless each and every one, each and every one of us, dear Lord. Um, just thank you for um, allowing us to be here freely. Um, this morning, I ask that uh, our music is pleasing to your ears, um, God, and then I ask that you also be with Jamie this morning as he gives our lesson. Um, just continue to watch over us and guide us like you always do, and we know um, you, you've always got us, and it's in your son's name I pray. Amen. I love the Lord Messiah, deep down in my heart. I love the Lord Messiah, deep down in my heart. I said deep, deep, and down, down, and deep down in my heart. I said deep, deep, and down, down, and deep down in my heart. I want to be like Jesus, deep down in my heart. I want to be like Jesus, deep down in my heart. I said deep, deep, I said down, down, I said deep down in my heart. I said deep, deep, I said down, down, I said deep down in my heart. I love the Holy Spirit deep down in my heart. I love the Holy Spirit deep down in my heart. I said deep, deep, I said down, down, I said deep down in my heart. I said deep, deep, I said down, down, I said deep down in my heart. I love the Lord Messiah, deep down in my heart. I love the Lord Messiah, deep down in my heart. I said deep, deep, I said down, down, I said deep down in my heart. I said deep, deep, I said down, down, I said deep down in my heart. He paid a debt. He paid a debt he did not Amazing 
scripture reading this morning is from Matthew chapter 13, verses 44 through 46. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we want to thank you for this day that you blessed us with and for this new year. Father, um, we're so thankful for the blessings that you showered down upon us. Lord, be with those that uh, couldn't be here this morning. Father, those that are on our sick list, uh, Lord, we pray that you uh, rest a healing hand upon them. Father, we ask a blessing on the new marriage within the congregation for Matthew and Andrea. Father, uh, thankful for them and uh, best wishes toward them, guide and direct them in the future. Uh, Father, uh, be with this service this morning. Be with Jared as he leads us in worship. We pray that the songs that we sing are glorifying to you and be with Jamie and his message and pray that it is edifying to us. We pray for forgiveness of our sins and our shortcomings, Lord, when we fall short and miss the mark. Father, uh, we're so thankful for your grace and your mercy. Most of all, we're thankful for your son, Jesus, and it's in his name that we pray. Amen. I hear the Savior say, Thy strength indeed is small, child of weakness, watch and
Lord God. 
on October the 18th, 1974, I was down here in the creek bottoms along 335 shelling corn. And it was a typical day in my life at that time. Uh, go to school and come home and go straight to the field and see how much farm work you could get done in the evening. Well, along about 9.30 or 10 o'clock that particular night, I got this sinking feeling in my stomach when I realized it's Pam's birthday. And I'd forgot all about it. And it's too late to do anything now, but go home and face some music. So I learned a lot that, that October about priorities. And I think that uh, God knows that that's our weakness also. He uh, instituted the, a day of rest out of every week, which I think we, in our society today, we abuse it quite often a day that we could, should rest up and reflect on him. And also, on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he instituted the Lord's Supper, which I believe is another helpful thing created for us to slow down in a, our rat race of life and remember our Savior and the things that he's done for us. Let's bow now as we give thanks. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we're so thankful that you love us, that you saved us, and through your son, and we partake of this bread at this time as you have commanded to remember that body that was crucified in our behalf. In his name, amen. Let's bow. Almighty God, we're thankful for, again, the sacrifice and what it cost you to save us. As we partake of this wine, help us to remember the blood that was shed on our behalf. And we can put on that blood through the baptism and that we can be saved in the end because of what he done. In Jesus' name, amen.
Lord, the people praise you. Lift you up and praise you. Singing, I love you, Lord. Sing. 
thing for me in the back. I apologize. Hey, good morning. Happy New Year's. I start the new year here forgetting something like I do in the past, if that's a bad indicator for you, like the Buckeyes lost. Oh, no, they're going to lose all year. We're not, we don't think like that, right? Surely we don't think like Thanks. You're a good man. Thank you. Hey, so good morning. It's good to be with you all this morning, and again, Happy New Year. Um, I know you all probably are not very tired, and so you're ready to go through a very long beginning to a series on, uh, on Be Real. Anybody familiar with this uh, app, Be Real? Uh, yeah, a few of you guys. We're going to get through that in a minute. So, so let's pray, and we'll keep moving through the service, okay? God, thank you for this time. Thank you for the blessings of being yours. Thank you that we are in 2023. I know there are people in this crowd right now, in this group of people, people online, Father, that wondered if they would ever see 2023. They're still not sure they got the 2015, God, and here we are in 2023. You are absolutely amazing. Uh, you're wonderful. You're powerful, God. You won't be thwarted. You are the Holy One. You're the one, the only one. Thank you for the worship this morning, and thank you that we could be together. God, I pray that you would... Use this time to encourage us, renew us, and bless us in you, in your word, and with one another, God. We love you. In your son's name we pray, amen. I've been getting a lot of telemarketer calls lately, a little interaction. I'm going to need to see your hands. Anybody ever, do you know what, it is, what a telemarketer call is? Come on. You know, if you know what a telemarketer call is, yeah, there we go. Now we, we got some blood flowing. Have you ever gotten a telemarketer call? Raise your hands. All right, some of you guys, so some of you never got telemarketer calls. That's weird. Have you ever gotten one a day for two months? Have you ever gotten one a day for, or I mean one an hour for two months? How about every 15 minutes for two weeks? That's me right there. Every 15 minutes for a two-week span, I got telemarketer calls. Um, it's just starting to slow down a bit. Um, I called uh, Verizon. Why am I getting all these calls? Well, I mean, you know, they're everywhere. Somehow your number's been leaked to whatever, so thank you, Jacob Bowen, college students, for doing that. Um, 
But I was getting telemarketer calls and get telemarketer calls. And here's the weird thing. They come from everywhere all the time, right? I got telemarketer calls from my wife. It's like Kristen's calling. Hello? Hello. I am calling for my Kristen. That's weird. <laughs> I get a call from Jacob Bo. Hello, Jacob. Hello. I am. I mean, that's everything. There's a girl. And Jacob Bo, some stranger. You know, Sean McRae calls me. It's not Sean McRae. someone from India. I mean, I'm getting calls from you, people in the church, in my phone book. And it's not you. It's somebody else trying to sell me something. And then I'm like, I don't want to answer my phone anymore. And then you guys, some of you are going, you never answer your calls. Because like, you always call me and it's not you. It's somebody else. Stop calling me as somebody else. Nobody. I mean, it's just, I mean, call after call after call, but it's nobody that I know. So, so many times. It's like fakers, imposters, and they're, and they're trying to sell you something. And the scam is the longer you stay on the phone, or one of the scams, the longer you stay on the phone, and especially if, you know, if they're, if they're calling from overseas, you know, they can reverse whatever. I don't know all of it. But um, it gets really sticky there. We live in an age where things aren't always what they seem. They're not real. Right? We get that. There's uh, everything you read. There's some uh, students that I know that didn't realize that grapes taste like grapes, not the artificial sweetener <laughs> grape. Right? We have artificial sweeteners or artificial flavors, not sweeteners, artificial intelligence, which we might actually need some of that, um, you know, because we're not all that smart anyway. Artificial relationships, right? We understand the artificial relationship where we're just, we're really not that tight and we're really not that deep anymore. We battle in those places. We battle with fakeness, the, the imposter syndrome, right? That, that I'm not who I thought I, well, I'm not who you think I am. And our society's become immersed in this identity crisis, right? Like, like we live a life that's not really us. We live a life as, as if I'm somebody else. There's a, a real you, the genuine article that God made you to be, and then there's the you that everybody and everything in society is calling you to be, right? We understand this very well. If you've been churched very long or in a group very long, you understand the total fakeness of all of this. Let's not deceive ourselves. <laughs> we understand very well the fakeness and the fraud and the farce that we often live out constantly to be accepted by you, to be not kicked out of your group, to make you think that I'm better than I am, then maybe you would like me and want to be a part of me. We've lived this fakest life for so long. We don't know who we are anymore. And we certainly wouldn't dare live it out if we did. You might not have anything to do with me anymore. Am I the real me or the fake me? Do I know do I even care? And then social media comes along, and to a lot of the folks over whatever age are going, social media has ruined society. No, 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 you did. Long before social media came along, you wrecked everything with your fakeness and your fraudness and the show you put on to look like somebody acceptable. And then you bring it into the church, and you're like, oh, look at me, I'm a great Christian. No, you're not. <laughs> you're fake. On your best day, you're a fake, a fraud. Jesus has told us that forever. He's told us that forever. Unless you could be real, down to the brass 
grassroots, brass type, whatever all of that means, unless I could get to real, I'm a fake and a fraud. So social media didn't do this. I mean, it's definitely gasoline on the fire. It's like a bazooka or a, a, you know, one of those missiles they shoot planes out of the sky into all of this, air to ground to air, whatever. I mean, it's blown everything up. Yes, social media has definitely had a role in all of this. But social media is not the problem. The problem is, the problem is me. The problem is you. The problem is society has, has developed this, this, this culture in which I, it's not okay for me just to be me. And it's not okay for you just to be you. And I don't mean to live in our broken, sinless, wrecked state without hope. But I mean to be accepted in our broken and sinless and, and wrecked state and still be loved. That's where real is. Don't you love those who just seem to not get bogged down in all the junk? They have no air of fakeness to them. They're not trying to impress you with their blah, blah, blah. I'm so spiritual and so wonderful. Let me tell you good things so that you will think I'm great. Or look at my bank account or look at my nice, look how I've got all together and condescend to you about how if you could just get things together like me, you could. And Jesus is going and people are going, oh my goodness, man. I know your life. You don't really live like this. It's a battle, always. And so in the setup and all of this, I want us to wrestle with something, okay? Jesus did not come for you to be fake. He's the most human of humans ever, and he was God in the flesh. He didn't come, he didn't come here to say, if you could just, uh, you know, be like me and, and come as a spirit only, came in the flesh of humanity. And, he, and he, he put on our humanity and he lived among us as a real, real person, a real man who said, you want to follow me? I don't even have a place to sleep. You got to be kidding me. You're the son of God. That's crazy talk. There's no son of God without a place to sleep. Absolutely, there's a son of God without a place to sleep because he didn't come here to be impressive or to impress or to fit in. He came here to change everybody's eternity, but not just eternity right now. He came to make people real, to get in touch with their humanity, to get in touch with what they were, what they are, because there is no moving forward without accepting, without accepting that me on my best day is a wreck. Me on my best day, nobody likes without Jesus. Me on my best day, not fit to be a leader, a guide, any kind of inspiration or nothing else. Nothing, nobody at any point. Only, only, only in him in full touch of his humanity can we find us who is in complete touch with our humanity. So this, this Be Real app, you know, there's this, this really cool app on social media in social media, on the worldwide internet computer web, as Monk would say. Not that that's redundant or weird. The worldwide internet computer web. Write that down. You'll want to use that on your kids one day. Um, in the realm of social media, this really cool app is called Be Real. The Am, Am I an Imposters, that's, that's ours. Uh, Jacob Bo's artwork. 
But, but in the Be Real app, if you could put words to it, it would really be a situation where someone's saying, show me your humanity. We know that in life and we know that online, if you have any kind of online presence, it promotes us to be even more fake. If it matches up people. If you have Instagram, Facebook, anything like that, which is awesome, by the way. There's a lot of good. I didn't say awesome. It has some good to it. There's some good to it. There's a lot of bad to it, too. We're not going to sell it out. I mean, it's good communication and stuff like that. But. But the social media apps, social media apps are kind of a, a, a real testament to where we've gone as a society. But, but like I said, they didn't cause it. They've just exacerbated that situation. But the Be Real app, back to that. There's a couple of rules that come with the Be Real app. One is you don't get to choose when you post or how many times you post. And the Be Real app that when, you, when you sign up for Be Real, they, they send a notification when it's time for you to post. And everybody in the whole world that has the Be Real app has to post at the exact same time. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, when it's time to post, you post once a day. It could be 6 in the morning. It could be 10 at night. And, and it doesn't just have an app facing, or your phone's not just facing you. It takes one of me and it takes one of all of you. So everybody's like, oh. Bro's at church. <laughs> you know, he's, he's with the, you can't fake where you are. You can't stand in front of a mural of a waterfall and everybody go, oh, look, he's at some really cool waterfall. And I really am just standing in front of a mural of a waterfall. It's, it's real. You get the point of this, right? You get a post once a day. When it, when it starts, you got two minutes to get a post up, not two hours to work on your best side and take 250 pictures. Do not think that people don't take 250 pictures to get their best side. And don't make fun of social media people because you've been faking it for years without social media, okay? That's why we dress up. That's why we get nice shoes, nice clothes, makeup, hair done, everything else. We want to be, we want to promote. We don't want to, you might not like me. Yeah, a little bit more curry right now in my hair than I used to have. Got this retina thing going on. I might not be acceptable to you. And so we continue the fake and the but be real says you can't do that. If you want to be a part of this, then you do it on these terms. Post once a day, you got two minutes. And if you don't post today, you don't get to see any of your friend's stuff. All right? You can't go through and see what. Tammy's doing in the office today on her B-Roll app. You don't get to see what Sharon's doing, trying to get Mike lunch and stuff like that. You, you just, you, you, you don't have anything. You don't, you're not connected to the community. Why? Because you're fake. And that's what it says. Jake Gabo hasn't posted today. It doesn't say he's a fake, but everybody's going, oh, what are you doing, Jake? You're not connected to the community. There's, there's something there, Right? When we live lives that aren't real, we aren't well connected. Oh, that's weird. That's a novel thought. When we live fake lives, we're not well connected. And then we don't have influence that helps connect better. So, so the Be Real app is really cool. I'm not saying you've got to go get it. I'm just saying it's pretty cool. God has a lot to say in his word about being real. Uh, a little segue there. Maybe you didn't see that coming or think we we're getting there today. Brendan Manning, thank you, Tim, for this reminder, says the temptation of the age is to look good without being good. Isn't that interesting? 
love Brendan Manning, the temptation of the ages to look good without being good. We battle in those places, right? Well, here's what I would tell you. It's, it's easy and it's simple for, for religious folk, church types. And by the way, I know I'm like the greatest of imposters, okay? Artificial intelligence, I could use a lot of that. I'm a preacher-ish type. I mean, what you, what you have, you look, go look. He's talking about being real. That's JB up there talking to us. I get it. I get it. But the call here is not to become more fake. When we go into 2023, we're going we're gonna to finish this in just a few moments. When we go into a half hour, I'm kidding. We go into 2023, the, the call would be to be more real. If there's one thing Jesus would say to us, it would be something like, I came and became completely human, right? He took on our humanity so that he could experience us and get us and know us. And we live our lives like we're trying to be anything but human. I'm like a little God type. I'm better than you. I really am. I'm smarter than you. I'm a better Christian than you. I don't fall for the things you fall for. I'm better than that. I got more self-discipline. I got more self-control than you do. Come on. You're holding everything back. Arrogant, self-righteous one. You're holding everything back. Jesus, who was perfect, didn't claim perfection. He just was. He didn't claim arrogance. He didn't claim self-righteousness. He didn't say any of those things. Just follow me, man. I'm going to do this differently. So the call would be for all of us to get real. Be real real stop being this fake thing that's exhausting you and everybody else saying the standard to live up to in every part of life that nobody can keep let alone you living by a law calling people to live by a law that you can't keep live by a standard that you can't live by drop the baggage Jesus says my yoke is easy my burden is light but we say you better perform for me or you're out it doesn't make any sense at all. But unless we choose differently, we'll just keep on doing it. I wonder why the world doesn't see Jesus, because they're a bunch of losers who don't want to get real. No, they're real. They're just waiting on us to be real. It really took a Savior to save me. And he's got to do it over and over every day because I'm so prone to walk away, so prone to fall apart, so prone to be anything but. Now, if you're anybody that ex thinks you're anything but that, I am so sorry for you. I'm sorry we've let you believe that. I'm sorry we've promoted it. I'm sorry for whatever has caused it, but you are a wreck without Jesus, and you need him every single day. You got nothing. You can't function you can't be. I mean, I know you're eking through, but man, there are people missing the whole of you because the lack of you being real in your life. So God's got a lot to say about this being real, man, this imposter stuff. But it's not what you think. I think instead of Jesus staring down at us, barking rules and orders, and Paul standing back barking at us, barking looking at down on us, look, barking rules and orders. I think the real thing here is that they bring to us a sense of we are so human and so prone to be broken and lost. And what he calls us to is to accept that we are less so that eventually because of him, we could become more. 
Stop the faking. Stop the imposter. Stop the fraud. Stop the farce. Stop all of those things so he could truly bring you incredible life. Right? Listen to what he offers us. This is so cool. Mark read this for, uh, in, in, for the scripture reading. Oh, by the way, we have some be real pictures. There are some of our college students. <laughs> be real. Look, they're being real. Be real. Be real. If you look up in the top corner, it's, the, it's what they're seeing the, or the, what they're doing. The other is what they're seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacob, oh, by the way. On the left is Jacob with his boys. On the right is Jacob with his girls. I don't know why he got two pictures. There's Zane, Miller, and Kendall. Bailey and Brooklyn. Kara and Ashley. Jacob and Jacob. And only one blonde in the picture. So there you go. So, so that's new. Sorry, Jake. I couldn't help but go there. Anyway, anyway, so here's some of the things he says to us, right? The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again. And then in his joy, went and sold all he had and bought the field. Understand what he's saying here, okay? What we say about this is you need to sell all you have if you want the kingdom. What God is saying is... What I have offered you, Jesus, I, what I have offered you, if you really got it, you'd get real fast. You'd get real, really fast. You'd realize that nothing that you are, nothing that you can be, no fakeness, no fraud, no anything can get here and you would sell it all. It's so awesome what I'm offering you. I'm offering you real freedom, real hope, real life, real love. This realness I'm calling you to is, is free of guilt, free of shame, free of hassle, free of everything else. It's free of all those things. Sell it. I've already paid for it. Let it go. And he says, and again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. And when he found the one of great value, he went and sold everything and bought the pearl. He said, do you understand this thing I'm offering you, this genuineness, this realness that you would step down so that, could st- so that I could step up in you. And that's, that's what he's going to get to in a moment. Philippians. I know what is need, Paul says, I know, what is need, and I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being confident in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Yet it's good for you to share my troubles. I'm not going into 14 right now. I just want to stop right here. He says, I can do all things through him, not through me. I'm not trying to put on some kind of show so you think I'm something I'm not. All I'm claiming is him. That's it. It took all of him to save me. One drop of blood. So yes, one drop of blood. Jesus gave his life for you. He gave his life for you. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. John 15, 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you'll bear much fruit apart from me. You can do nothing. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me apart from him. I can do nothing. Pressing on Romans, it says, but now apart from the law, the righteousness of God is, has been re- made known to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Not just those who look good, who post scripture on social media, who get up here and preach and teach and talk and lead and do everything. No, all have sinned. Everyone 
has sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Everyone has sinned. Everyone has freely been forgiven. Freely let off the hook. Everyone. Every single one. Everyone. And it's not like some are going, but what I was let off was much less than what. There's no, <laughs> everyone, right? James 1, through 27. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept, humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Get the realness here. I don't just know stuff about the Bible. I don't just have information in my head and I can say, this is the way it's supposed to be. It's actually poured out through me, through humility. I don't lord it over you. I'm not heavy-handed over you. I don't think I'm something you're not because we're all on the same page. Every day we get up, we put our clothes on, and we need Jesus before we even get to that point. And all day long while you're eating lunch and you're dealing with people through the afternoon and then you eat supper and you go and take your clothes off and take a shower and go to bed, you need Jesus to take care of you and lead you through the night. The realness is, the being real is, I can't do anything without him. Nothing. For anyone who listens to the word but doesn't do what it says is like someone who looks in the mirror, looks his face in the mirror and immediately or after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. And there you see the great imposter. Ah, that's what I look like in the mirror. Oh, look, I'm awesome. But whoever looks intently in the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what he, what they, what he has heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. They'll be blessed if you look and you do. And those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves and their religion worthless those who claim to be religious and this thing just goes on when everybody else is talking everybody else is doing everybody else is saying everybody else does it doesn't matter you're not being real you gossip you talk you say things you shouldn't be saying no i'm sorry that's a problem. And then the religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their, in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. And the call here from Jesus is while you think it's something great, you're going to do something wonderful, Jesus is saying, what I'm looking for is a heart that just walks around living and loving and serving every day. And Jesus said it the best in the Sermon on the Mount, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. When you're not the one thinking you're hot stuff, when you're not the one faking like you've got it all together, when you're not the one doing any of those kinds of things, what I'm looking for is someone who just be real. Someone who dropped the guard, stopped the, dropped the pretense, dropped the being difficult to please, being hard to get along with, be, having a standard that nobody can meet, living in a world of criticism and cynicism and bringing it into your everyday life and holding everybody to those standards. What Jesus is looking for is someone who knows they're saved. And if I could say it in the simplest way, show me your humanity. Show me how lost and broken you really are. Live in it, not in the brokenness of it. 
in the freedom that he has saved you. Become a liker and a lover, an easy liker and an easy lover of others. Actually become likable and lovable yourself. That's going to take a lot of help. And so the next few weeks, we're going to be looking through some things about this being real, okay? We're going to go into the fruit of the Spirit. I can't think of a better place. If we're going to wrestle with being real, the only place I could, well, there's a lot of places I could think to look, but a valuable place would be to look at the fruit of the Spirit. There's nothing I can do in me to be real. I can't make myself realer than I am. I'm human. I'm flesh and blood. I can fake everything. But God sees right through me. And so he says, if you're going to be real, the genuine article, then you would be saved by Jesus because you know you got no hope. And if you're saved by Jesus, you'd be sealed with the Spirit. If you're sealed with the Spirit and the Spirit is in you, there's no way you could be sealed with the Spirit of God and fruit not be seen. There's no way I could be sealed with the Spirit of God and his fruit not being developed in me, right? So we started in 2023. The next few weeks, we're going to look through these, uh, these, this love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and, and, and let him genuinely create realness in us. Nothing in my hands I bring simply to your cross I cling, right? But it is not enough for Jesus to save you. When Jesus saves you and he gives you that grace and mercy, the realness of this is to turn and give all of it to others constantly. So this is, this is, this is the wrap. This is the finish for today. If you're here and struggling in any way with real, genuine life in Jesus, we have elders that will come and pray with you. If you would like to come forward, if you want to call them, if you're online and you want to call one of the elders or Tim or myself, we'll probably just start with, well, I'm really stink at this too. <laughs> but let's do this together. If you're not a child of God today, all of this, all of this is for you. All that what we celebrate, all that what we hope for, that Jesus came, lived, died, resurrected for us, and that was also that we could be saved and real in him. If you're not a child of his today, you can do that. You can come forward, the elders would immerse you into him. Scripture says you'll be a new creation, right? You're gonna be real. And whatever your desire, why don't you come as we stand and sing? Don't you want to go to that land? Don't you want to go to that land? Don't you want to go to that land? Where I'm bound, where I'm bound. Don't you want to go to that land? Don't you want to go to that land? Don't you want to go to that land? Where I'm bound, nothing but Amen. Where I'm bound.
take time to uh, look at the bulletin, just look at the sick list there, the prayer request, and uh, we have Nola on there, but she called Tammy yesterday and said she's having an MRI tomorrow, and she would really appreciate our prayers for, uh, for that test. Um, just all kinds of events, teen lock-in tonight, moonlight bowling January 15th. Uh, girls winter lock-in January 27th and 28th and Winterfest February 17th uh, through the 1st. Um, so there's all those events that are uh, available to you or to our young people. Um, the second page just gives, in, gives information, contact information and things like that. Um, Hayes uh, Wilcox would like someone from the Hayward, Gamp, and Carell family to come up front uh, to meet him right after the services. So Jeff, I think that's you. <laughs> from, from what I've kind of looked around, I know you're one of them. I wanted to read from uh, Revelation chapter 21. Uh, I just, I really enjoy these, uh, these verses and it talks about newness. It says, I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth passed away, and there is no longer any sea. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, made ready as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is among men, and he shall dwell among them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be among them. And he shall wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there shall no longer be any death, there shall no longer be any mourning or crying or pain. The first things have passed away. And he who sits on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. And he said, Right, for these words are faithful and true. Let's bow together. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for the start to another new year. Help us, Father, to use this day wisely and the time that you will provide if uh, that time comes in this new year. Help us to use that wisely as well, Father. We're thankful for every soul that's represented here, and we pray, Father, for those who are not here, 
that whatever is in their way hindering them would be, would be removed. And Father, we pray for our sister Nola. We're praying that she will have a, uh, a good procedure tomorrow that will be, give them the doctor some definitive answer about her health condition, Father. Strengthen her and let her feel your arms around her. And Father, we're just thankful for uh, all you bless us with every day, for good, warm, dry homes, for food and for clothing. And Father, you just pour out blessings day after day, and we thank you for them. We thank you the most for your son, Jesus, the Messiah, who gave his life for us, Father. Thank you for your Holy Spirit and for your angels and your word and for your church. Thank you for everything you bless us with. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.